Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live work and play. Hey, we did a live remote yesterday from Town Green and Biloxi celebrating cruising the coast. And what I said on on my show then and then with Gerard after my show was that this is a world-class event cruising the coast and a world-class destination, coastal Mississippi, and uh, world-class weather. (laughs) We could not have asked for better weather. So if you're a cruiser and you're listening, welcome to Coastal Mississippi. We're glad you're here. You're helping us break records this year. I had the opportunity to visit Woody Bailey on the show as well yesterday. And um, unprecedented unprecedented number of registrants. And then the, the number of people who are coming to register on site that did not pre-register is breaking records. I saw that when I went down Highway 90 the other day. I, I sensed that it was going to be a record breaker. And Pete Vicari at Vicari Auction has CBS uh, Live. <laughs> I guess this must be CBS Sports. Live from the Coast Coliseum this morning. Uh, three straight hours of the uh, auction. And then it's going to repeat play. They spent a lot of time traveling coast of Mississippi. What an incredible opportunity to showcase uh, coast of Mississippi through that auction on an international stage, truly remarkable. But we're we're no longer a secret as it as it relates to the car enthusiasts that come here. Uh, really, really amazing. But one other thing before we get to our guests, I had the opportunity to MC the annual salute to military this this year, and I joked uh, on one of my posts that I have worn a suit three times since I retired in 2016. Literally three times, and the third time was at the salute to the military. But uh, you can't say no to Adele Lyons, that's for sure. And um, it was an awesome event. We really celebrated the military uh, here in coastal Mississippi. And uh, it was great to see so many old friends. So really, really terrific event. Really privileged to be a part of it. Jeff Duncan's going to be coming up in the second half of the show. We didn't have him last week because he was in London. Actually, we... Could have had him from London, but we couldn't get the uh, the schedules in sync. Uh, we're going to talk about you know the Saints. Uh, all bets are, are not off on the Saints. We we still have an opportunity to have a winning season. We'll talk to Jeff more about that in just a second. So now, without any further ado, let's go to my friend, the Executive Director and Chief Executive Officer for the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce, Paige Roberts. How you doing, Paige? I'm doing well. You were mentioning this glorious weather we're having this week for the cruisers. We call that Chamber of Commerce weather, you know. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. You know what? If you go back about a week and a half or two weeks, some of the models actually had Hurricane Ian kind of headed uh. up to the northern Gulf for quite a long time. And, you know, we 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 uh, we talked about it here on the air. And then, as you as you saw, started the model started, you know, coming into agreement somewhere in the, in the Florida panhandle. Then it hits where it hits, of course. And uh, the atmospheric conditions were strange in that it was really difficult to be high confidence on exactly what the center line was going to be. And on a Category 4 storm with, with in, in some areas of Fort Myers, 18-foot storm surge, we know what that looks like here in coastal Mississippi. Uh, just a devastating event. And uh, unfortunately, the death toll continues to go up. But we have been there before, and I wrote something about that at, at my Coastview site, that it's not 
it's uh, you know you may seem that you don't have a a future in front of you when you see all that devastation, but you but this is the time that Hurricane Ian teaches people what resiliency is all about, and that people will be coming from all over the country, and um, you know you'll be stronger and. It's tough to watch, but that could have been here, and it, thank God it wasn't. And, of course, when a, when a hurricane gets in the Gulf, it has to hit somewhere. Sad for those people, though. Any comment about that, Paige, before we move on? Well, as like you, I also was here for Hurricane Katrina and was actually running the Red Cross for Jackson and George counties at that time. Also lost my house. So, yes, my heart goes out to them. It, it makes me think of a particular scripture that I discovered after Hurricane Katrina from 2 Corinthians, and it goes, um, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And I think that's really important for everyone in Florida to keep that in mind um, as they move forward, because as we know, it's not a sprint. It's definitely a marathon, and it's something you have to just um, be present in while also looking with hope to the future. We know what they're up against, and uh, it's hard to see hope when they're in the midst of it. I mean, I, I, David Shoemaker made the comment yesterday that he knows what it looks like, he knows what it feels like, he knows what it smells like. Right. And, right. Uh, boy, do we know that well. Uh, one of the things I said in this piece, and I'll just kind of read a, a bar to you here real, qu- real quick, is this, that you will see in your neighbors and volunteers, a, you will see your neighbors and volunteers set a sleepless, selfless, inspiring, and serving pace. And you will be further inspired by the fact that people will come from all walks of life. You will see firsthand that the storm did, in fact, wash away the confusing, divisive, and defining characteristics of our social, economic, and political boundaries that existed before the storm, leaving you with an essence of the human spirit and an unbelievably inspiring lesson about who we are and what we are to each other. And you will learn deep in your soul as we did after Hurricane Katrina, that when the going gets tough, the world gets small. We need each other. We are all human. Yes, did and wash you know, away. I don't know yeah. if you were still at the Sun-Herald five years after Katrina. Were you at the fifth I, anniversary? I left in 2009. Okay, so yes. Yeah, so um, that 2010, the Sun-Herald asked me to write a piece as a community leader in the five years looking back. And I wrote a piece and um, started it out with the number of um, minutes and then hours and then days and then years because time is thrown into a vacuum during a disaster. But I remember one of the phrases I used was that we still had empty lots, but not empty lives. And I think that that's uh, important. It is. I watched a video yesterday, um, this guy that does... It's uh, Mike's, I think it's Mike's weather page. He yeah. does He does live Facebook, got tens of thousands of people who follow him. He goes through the models and looks at the various storms, and he's kind of a weather guy. And uh, he's from he's from near there. And he what he did is a Facebook live where he drove through Fort Myers. And again, you know, the, the storm hit an area that's, that's about 1.5 million people. You know, think mm. about, you know, think about... Uh, New Orleans contrasts with coastal Mississippi and the numbers that it hit, but 1.5 million people. And the 
And everywhere you look, roofs were completely damaged in every single home for this long miles and miles and miles long drive. Every home had had water in it. And it was what was interesting, same kind of scenario here, that you got far inland, far inland. And because of the bays and bayous and whatever, it delivered water far inland. So you had boats, you had drive forever that would seem you wouldn't even be anywhere near water. And then suddenly there would be a boat, you know, then, then another right. boat. And then, you know, the story, but it's good. You know, I'm sure they believe and feel there's no way they're going to get themselves out of that mess, but I I'm here to tell them they will. And, and what they're going to learn about each other and what really matters in life is going to, this is that moment. And I wouldn't want anyone to have that lesson forced on them the way that we all have. But when you look back, we're stronger and better for it. And listen, here's the thing. I was live yesterday from Town Green. Where we were sitting was over 20 feet of water for Hurricane Katrina. And then you looked out and saw all these people in this thriving economy. It's a, Resiliency is an amazing thing. It is. It, it absolutely is. And um, it's important to reach down and grab it uh, in these times like the Floridians are experiencing. And, you know, it it just shows the uh, or illustrates the phrase that uh, adversity does not uh, create or build character. It reveals it. Yes. 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 I said that a lot after Hurricane Katrina. And that was one of Governor Haley Barber's favorite phrases, and mm-hmm. that is that is so true. Um, Paige, I had, uh, and, w- and we'll we'll pick it up on the other side as we get near the end of this segment. But I had uh, Mayor Knight on the other day, and man, I love spending time with him. Me I mean, too. here's an 83 year old civic and and professional leader who stepped up to the plate. And he he believes there's a sense of urgency, not just because of his age, just because there's so much potential in Moss Point. But, and he's sung your praises, as you <laughs> probably well know, because you've been a really good partner for him. Yes, and um, yes, I love Billy Knight, and I have thoroughly enjoyed the delight that I experienced through our relationship. It, you know, it's several years ago, I think I've mentioned before to you that I uh, earned my Master of Public Administration from the University of Southern California. And that experience was really meaningful to me, especially in my 40s. So I'm able to use a lot of that education and theory that that I studied and put it into practice with him uh, in this city administration. So I, I just adore working alongside him. But yes, it's very hard work. Not your father's or your grandfather's chamber these days, as I said before. It's, it is a new chamber, still doing the things it always did, but really focused on community building in ways that are incredibly important to Coastal Mississippi. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Reminding you why the Mississippi Gulf Coast is such a great place to live, work, and play. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. It's, uh, by the way, I have Paige Roberts, the CEO from the Jackson County Chamber. And as I've said so many times on this show, some of the funnest conversations actually happen when we're off the air. But we were we were just reliving some of those moments after Katrina. So, some of the not-so-awful moments, actually, when there was a simplicity about life and we nece- didn't necessarily have TV or in mo- a lot of cases our phones didn't work. And there was we were getting back to the basics. And when we, you sort of could block out all the other things in our lives, this closeness to our family and our friends and this sense of uh, community that came from that, um, you know, there's a there's a lot there's a lot to 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 want about that, isn't there, Paige? There is. Um, it, the simplicity and peace cannot be overvalued, and I think especially in this time with technology such as it is and the noise that can blare from social media. Uh, which we have every power to turn off, but somehow don't, um, it, it can really get in the way of what is what is our truth in life. And I, I just, I worry about, my sons are in Generation Z. Those are the people currently in ages two to 21. And um, you know how the, Traditionalists like Mayor Knight, you mentioned, and and Jerry St. Pay, they're known as the silent generation because they grew up in a time where children were seen and not heard. And then, of course, we have the baby boomer nickname and the millennials. Generation Z has been nicknamed by the researchers as the loneliest generation or the saddest generation, which blows my mind because the more connected we have become because of technology, the more disconnected we have become as humans. And it is really sad. It is. It it is sad. That's so well put. And I talk about it on the show a lot that we better get a handle on it. And um, I don't know how we put the genie back in the bottle, to be honest with you. so. Yeah. Not sure we do. <laughs> it's 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 really sort of scary. Hey, I saw where the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation unveiled sort of their strategic plan, and we'll be having them on to talk more about yes. that. But but I love that that it was sort of rooted in this this notion of sense of place. You know, so you go through all these like really important strategic issues around industry and you know and uh, tapping into what's made them successful up to this point and some innovation, et cetera. But then it's rooted, again, in this quality of life issue that you and I talk about all the time. Yes, well, I actually am one of about eight people who served on the steering committee for that plan. And what I loved about it was that the the firm that won the bid was TIP Strategies, uh, TIP Strategies, which actually stands for Theory into Practice. And if you'll recall, back in the fall of 19, they did a plan for the Gulf Coast Business Council on um, how they might look at projects for the GCRF BP money. Um, And so I love working with them, first of all. And then second of all, um, this was very focused on Jackson County and downtown Pascagoula in particular, which, you know, we've been uh, heavily involved in those revitalization efforts. Um, and it's it's a very solid plan that really gives us some direction 
about how we continue to grow. Because as George and Mary Martha from the Economic Development Foundation often say, and they actually got it from their board member, Jerry St. Pay, but complacency is not an option. No. And, and it's true now more than ever. You absolutely cannot rest on your laurels and expect to still uh, thrive. And that is what we're working on every day, is to create a thriving community with really good quality of life indicators. TIP is, is really important. I've uh, studied the plan that they did for Gulf Coast Business Council in quite some detail. And it has informed a lot of the conversations that take place in this show. And that is, they're very locked into, they're certainly, especially as it relates to Jackson County, a lot of traditional industry, a lot of traditional approaches to economic development are still there and still opportunities for Jackson County. But within the realm of the new economy and the reality of attracting workers to our community, they put serious focus on how do you do that? Well, you got to build the kind of places that people want to live. And that's, uh, and, and again, this this effort's underway in downtown Pascagoula, certainly underway all across coastal Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And these the, sort of the traditional approaches to economic development meet up with sort of these new economy approaches. And that's going to give us a chance to be successful. TIP understood that really well, didn't they? Oh, yes. And and their team is so brilliant and made up of a, of a couple different generations. And so you get some some good perspectives. But it having that continuity of them having been on the coast in 19 and then now in Jackson County, um, I'm hoping that they do some work in the near future with this on a statewide basis. Yeah, well, that that would be cool, and I I hope that, that that we can start. I like the idea of using a process. In this case, the Gulf Coast Business Council used a process or a specific roadmap, and now Jackson County Economic Development Foundation has done the same roadmap. You may have different conclusions that come out of a you know a, a micro element like Jackson County versus sort of the, the the regional, but but see by using the same methodology, you're talking the same language. Yes. I wish that every Yes. And so when they talk about um, Tulsa as an example of a city that uh, really went after remote workers in advertising and promoting itself for remote workers, that was in the 2019 plan. And that's still a relevant uh, conversation to have now, especially as you're looking at mixed use development. And then talking about, could there be a certification that you are a remote certified city so that you are attractive uh, to those and they know that you have the capacity to provide um, whatever they need digitally. Wow. And of course, with the pandemic and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, the, the, the situation constantly evolves. And that's why it has to be a living document, meaning that yes. as new information and new bits of data come in, you can make adjustments. You never have a, a strategic plan that's in the foundation of concrete. <laughs> there, it, you always have to be willing to change it. And uh, it's exciting that we're focused in that way. You can't fail. You know what? The other thing about a a strategic plan like the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation has is you're aligning public sector and private sector people around a a, a similar goal, a similar vision for where the county is going to go. And, man, we need that. We need that in Harrison County. Yes. We need that in, in Hancock County. We need to understand in, the, in, the, in, we have in, in all of the six coastal counties. 
Yes. What well, would, the, what, it, it makes yeah. the word of the day continuity, right? Yes, it does. And that is, it's like the blue economy. We're watching that unfold um, with USM's efforts and their School of Ocean Sciences there in Gulfport with the aquarium and, and of course, USM's research lab. But what does that look like over on the Jackson County side? In fact, uh, yesterday I had a discussion with a young woman from NOAA, as you know, their uh, research arm is located in Pascagoula and talking about aquaculture and, and how does that weave into our community and, and how might that be um, something that becomes even a stronger thread of the fabric in our future. Exciting stuff. Hey, we got about a minute left. Just real quick, what's the state of affairs at the chamber these days? Well, we're just starting our, our new fiscal year, and I am reading this life-changing book, uh, Ricky, called Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. I've You're read familiar? it. Yeah, yes. very familiar. Okay, she yes. is badass. <laughs> I can say She's unbelievable. And um, so I am daring to lead and we're doing all kinds of things internally and working externally. Um, so my biggest thing right now is we're looking at what a youth leadership academy might look like similar to Hancock counties um, because I'm just becoming the more and more I age, the more and more I realize that it is on me, among others, to develop the next generations of leaders. And that if we don't, then it's on us what happens because we didn't. And so I'm not going to accept that um, possibility or consequence. And, and so I'm just really revved up. And she has a Netflix piece right now. It's just 75 minutes called Call to Courage. And I recommend it to anyone to watch it. I've watched it too. I mean, she's very inspiring and you look at her background. She has so much meat in what she has to say. She's got a great YouTube channel and there's a lot of content on YouTube. You, uh, and you don't have to invest too much time in it. You can go, there's a lot of short videos, but she's just got a powerful point of view and uh, it applies the, the dare to lead in particular has, I mean, it's a, if you just follow the, if you just follow the guidelines that are spelled yes. out in that book, you can be successful. Yes, it is rich with yeah. really um, useful, uh, user-friendly content. We're going to not have such a big uh, gap between the times that we talk because I always enjoy catching up with you. There's always so much to talk about. And okay, I thank you. Have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you very soon. You too. When we come back, we have Jeff Duncan. We'll see you after this. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.